This is the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. I'm your host, Mr. Anderson, from the Bay to LA and beyond. It is Mental Health Awareness Week on the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. And we're focusing on, um, you know, mental awareness, mental disorders is a serious issue and it's it's deeper than most people realize most than I even realize and so in today's podcast I'm going to share we talked about stress in the last uh, series and uh, this podcast we're going to talk about how you can some coping mechanisms that I've used for my own personal stress when people here's the thing when people would say that they're stressed in their life, I'm talking to them and, and you know, I, I love to ask a lot of questions and people love to talk to me and because I'm a good listener. So people would be talking about their stressful life and this, that, and the other, la, la, la. And I'm sitting there going, yeah, well, you just need, the, you just need a robotic massage chair in your life, you know what I mean? Because, <laughs> hey man, who... I've had a robotic massage chair in my life for over, I think I bought that in 2010. That's when I was in Culver City, living in Culver City. It was like 500 bucks. I was like, easy, done, give me that massage chair. I come home from work, massage chair, some herb, and my music, done, no stress. So the coping... The copings of stress, trust me, I think I got this down. I think I got this down. I've been through some some stuff, yo, some stuff. You hear the excitement in my voice as I talk about stuff? Because I'm releasing this stuff. This stuff is being released as I detoxify on a daily basis in, in the middle of COVID. That's what I'm talking about, people. I've been there. I've been I've been to the mountaintop and I've looked over the valley. And the valley is low. I don't know what any of that means. I just went to character because it, it just it was funny to me. Um so coping mechanisms, and I'm gonna read a brief uh, a brief excerpt from the uh, first New Nations book that I was talking about the other day by the author Seymour Martin Lipset. Very interesting um, excerpt from the book that I want to read and just give you something to digest when it comes to the mental um, illnesses or the mental disorders that that we are experiencing in 2020 as a result of uh you know, events that we don't really give recognition to, you know, the all the wars and, and how things are, how things are. So I got some history on that. Then I'm going to give some coping mechanisms. Then I'm going to end with a uh, reminder card affirmation so I can get on with my Sunday and get to vibing, uh, literally vibing. 5D vibing. If you're not vibing, I don't know what you're doing. If you if you if you're not if you're not doing what I'm doing to de-stress, I, I I really don't know what you're doing or what you could be doing. You, and that means you're you're stressed out of your mind because you 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 don't have you don't have the coping mechanisms that I'm gonna hook you up with, right? All right, all right. So um, 
coping mechanisms of stress. For one, right off the back, this is, you hear this in the background? This is Barry Long, How to Stop Thinking. Look up Barry Long. I can't stop telling people about Barry Long. This Barry Long shifted. Oh, man. Just, just look it up. Barry Long, How to Stop Thinking on YouTube, MP3. It's there. Download it. Listen to it. Don't stop listening to it. And if you listen to it, email me, ihvpnetwork at gmail.com. I want to hear about your experience after the first time of listening. I want to hear what you felt afterwards. I, 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 want, I want to grab that from you right away. So email me and we'll set it up on a call or if you just want to email and I'll, I'll just transcribe what you said. I can make it anonymous, whatever. But I want to because it's 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 listening to um, listening to affirmations is one thing. I mean, affirmations are just uh, words and, and subjects and 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 sentences and phrases and prayers that you repeat throughout the day or whatever. I listen to very long, like almost religiously when I start my affirmations and meditations because it keeps my thoughts centered on, 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 on meditating while I'm vibrating. And literally there's a, I have a vibration machine. So um, and it's, it's, it's beyond whatever. So we'll, I'll talk about that later. And I'm trying to work out a deal, um, with my, uh, supplier to get the best deals for my listeners here. So this is major people. This is major, but, um, one, find you something, start with very long or find something that's going to, uh, You know, kind of counterbalance your intake of vibrations and sounds and, and you know, I mean, you need, we're, we're, we're vibratory. We're constantly receiving all these different waves and, and, and megahertz and, and whatnot. You need something soothing that's going to, you know, tie into your subconscious while you're walking about the day or whatever you're doing. It's, it's better to have somebody like Barry Long in the background talking and giving you good stuff to work with throughout the day than to be following what he calls the pygmy, you know, the thinker. The thinker is tied to emotions, and it's not even your emotions. It's The emotions don't even exist, but the thinker will, will snatch you <laughs> and pull you back into... Whatever event that is that is stirred up a crazy emotion, maybe it's maybe it's a love thing, maybe it's a you know a not not particularly a bad or a good thing, but it will take you back to that emotion, and your body will start to feel as if you're right back into that situation. You know, it doesn't know the difference. So it's just a little side pointer on changing your vibrations. That's that's a greatest coping mechanism for stress period uh, I've noticed that 
when I haven't been listening to music, how I end up, how I feel throughout the day. Like there was a time where I, I couldn't, I didn't have access to my little MP3 player. I have this little MP3 player um, and it's awesome. You know, whatever headphones I plug into, it's, it's just always good, you know. But I didn't have access to it for some reason, you know, it was maybe it was in storage or whatnot. And so I was without music, you know, while I was walking around. So I was I was in my own thoughts and my thought thoughts are dangerous. (laughs) Our thoughts are dangerous, yo, especially if it's tied to emotions. And when I think back to the day of the 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 ankle accident. I was tied up with emotions when I got on the bicycle. If I was not tied into emotions, I was tied into emotions because I was angered by, you know, something my sister said. And then I spent the rest of the day in bliss of, you know, meditations and, you know, affirmations and at the beach and and everything was going great. And then bam, it's like, what the? So, but because I wasn't, Usually, I'm listening to music. I was in my thoughts. I had a sister's, whatever she had said was just still pitter-pattering in my head. It disturbed me a bit. So I, you know, it's it's important. It's just important to have some kind of vibration, some kind of soothing music that's that's always resonating around you. It's like your own personal soundtrack, you know? I've created songs where... That I called it my sound, my soundtracks. Like every superhero needs a soundtrack. That's from Shaft. Um, so when I, when I would, you know, come home after work, I'd start making music, and I would create songs that resonated with how I wanted to feel in the morning, driving in, you know, from downtown to Hollywood. You know, that could that could easily uh, uh, a half an hour <laughs> it should only take we don't have timed it so much it should only take a half an hour but in any direction if you left after a certain time you were screwed and that half an hour could easily turn into an hour and a half to where I was trying to get all the time so I started creating music and soundtracks you know my own soundtrack and to keep me you know cool because you know traffic is a trip man traffic will stress you out Woo! Oh, I don't even want to get into the driving part of stress, but even even driving though, change your my God! Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Even when driving, especially when driving, audio books and good stuff. You can't. I know you want to rock out to to you know your the the, the awesome rappers and but. The, you know, a lot of that music, man, it's, and trust me, I'm speaking from, from experience. That stuff will subliminally make you angrier. <laughs> it will make you, here's a, here's a story I want to share. When I moved uh, to, um, I moved to LA, I ended up uh, kind of going deeper into the valley. You know, I was Ended up in Northridge and then um, Canoga Park. And I um, came across this church. Uh, 
or, or I think it was my niece's church, and everybody in the church was like young, like I'm like young, like kids, like like teenagers and stuff. I was like, we're we're the adults. There's no adults in there. There's no elders. There's no elders in there, and um, it was like uh, it was a it was a it was a R&B singer. I can't remember his name off the back, but he was there. He was leading service. I was like, this is. This is amazing. This is interesting. And then the minister get up there. He's a young dude too. And when I say young, I'm I'm like, these are teenagers. These are they they hip hopping. (laughs) They are hip hop. I couldn't tell the difference. I couldn't tell if I was in a nightclub or or a church. And this is me. You know, this is my first impression of L.A. Anyway. The guy, he gets up there, you know, the, the minister, and he's, you know, when you, when you walk in, there was this box of uh, CDs, just piles of CDs. It's like, donate CD. And he talked about it. He said, yeah, you know, that that hip-hop music, that that stuff, that angry stuff, it get into your soul. You know, just go ahead and bring it on in, and we'll, we'll do something with it. We'll get rid of it all. So... People were, I saw Ice Cube CDs, I saw all kinds of stuff, it was just piles of secular music, and they were doing the detoxification, but it was all, like, kids, there were no, I said, you know, there's too many, there's too many kids in here for me, man, it's, uh, you know, the minister looked like, you know, you know Captain Hip Hop, um, and, and, you know, nothing against, I love, come on, I'm a hip hop head, a real hip hop head, from the, from the, from the starting hip hop heads, but this was something this is something else, yo. So um, I brought that up because during that time, I was a huge Ice Cube fan, you know, and I found myself, you know, in the car, you know, listening and, and, and quoting his quotes. And some of Cube's lyrics will, you know, get you get you fired up. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. His his first the America America KKK. Um, Yo, I had to cut it off. I had to cut. I had to stop listening. I went cold turkey. Not because of what this dude was saying, but I just took notice of the vibrations that I was receiving. And I was it was making me angry. I was like, I'm angry like Ice Cube. Yo, I'm not being angry like Ice Cube. So I just stopped listening. I, I actually changed. <laughs> I became conscious. I changed my whole listening. Um pattern of music when I got to LA so I didn't know I, I didn't listen to the radio and do I didn't know you know little boo-boo to to Chuck Chuck Wee or, or Nikki whoever I still don't know who these people are because I haven't listened to the vibrations of that music it just doesn't it just says it doesn't do anything for me it messes me up so going on the tangent about vibrations but that's it's huge that's a big thing i mean we're constantly receiving signals and bouncing off of us and and you have an opportunity to be conscious of what you're listening to even in listening to my podcast to try to be limited uh with you know how much i'm gonna talk and and what i'm talking about and the cadence of talking and speaking slower because I know what the brain how the brain receives information so 
just being conscious of vibrations when you're, you know, uh, when you're going through stressful times uh, is is super important. So I'm going to read. I said I was going to read a bit of a little history, a little something. Let me turn Barry Long off. How to stop thinking. Here, I'll play a little bit of Barry. So, of course, while the thinker's trying to remember what can't be remembered, you're sure to feel confused and doubtful. Or frustrated and emotional. Who wouldn't? Even so, you must not get caught up in it. You won't nearly as much now anyway, now that you know better. That's like the... That's like the tail end of, um, you know, how to stop thinking. Uh, that, that part right there, but, you know, he... He's right. Everything he says is so on point that you're going to, you're just going to stop. You may stop listening to him because of the thinker in you is telling you, ah, you know, you know, get back into the emotional you don't listen to this guy. He doesn't know what he's talking about, but he does. He knows what he's talking about. As he says, he's coming from a deeper He's coming from the subconscious of something. He's already knowing what you're going through and what you. So that's all I got to say about Barry Long. Although I'll say something again about Barry Long. So again, this book, this excerpt I'm going to read. And I'm going to reach out to, um, I guess, the publishers and see if I can get an updated copy or maybe possibly... um, I want to get the same version. Like, I don't want them to, I don't want the version where, you know, sometimes, you know, life will happen or things will happen and, you know, they'll be like, oh, we had to, we got a new version of that. Nah, man, I want the original version from 19, uh, what's it, 1963. This book was 595. In 1963, yo, this book was 5.95. Can't get a book for 5.95. Not a very. This is very. It's a very. Um, it's a really good book. Oh, did I lose my page? Nope. Here it is, right here. I thought this to be very interesting. Um, A changing of character. Society in America characterized its... Nope. Doggone it. Nope, here it is, here it is. Yep, here we go. Ooh, this... Ooh, bear with me, people. Bear with me. I, you know, when you, when you read stuff like this, you know, I, I get why people don't like to read. I like to read because I, I, I have methods on how I read, and I've been doing this for years. So you have to practice at, um, you have to practice at it. You have to 
practice reading. You know, words are, are a trip. You know, I get that some people don't read because they have, you know, reading disorders or whatnot. But it's just about time, just taking your time and, and really, you may have to read it and read it again. You know, I just, I know, um, like I know the what this guy is 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 talking about because he's got so many points and based on his history and who he has as a sociologist and you know he's he's been the crust of it all so he's given his straight up yo this is this is just it and that's all I'm doing right now so see if you can connect the dots and then we're gonna end this podcast with a uh, affirmation I'm just gonna pull it random and see what see what works um or I'll read one of the other affirmations that I haven't read before here we go so this is uh page 108 in the the first new nation the United States in historical and comparative perspective by Seymour Martin Lipset Although Harriet Martineau and James Bryce stand out among 19th century visitors and uh, specifying that these other directed traits were deeply rooted in the personalities of many Americans, the general behaviors that they and uh, Tocqueville Tocqueville reported were mentioned by many other foreign travelers. For example, a summary of the writings of English travelers from 1785 to 1835 states that one important characteristic mentioned in a number of books was the acute sensitiveness to opinion that the average American revealed. And that's in quotation marks. Uh, from the English traveler in 1875 to 1835. Um, That's where that's from. Uh, A German aristocrat uh, who became a devotee of American democracy and a citizen of the country stated in the 1830s that nothing can excite the contempt of an educated European more than the continual fears and apprehensions in which even the most enlightened citizens of the United States seem to live with regard to their next neighbors, lest their actions, principles, opinions, and beliefs should be condemned by their fellow creatures. That's a quotation as well. An interpreter of 19th century foreign opinion, John Graham Brooks, mentions various other writers who noted the unwillingness of Americans to be critical of each other. He quotes James Muirhead, the English editor of Bedecker um, Guide to the United States, is saying, Americans invent the slang word kicker. I never heard that slang word before, but when I was reading this early, I was like, interesting. Americans invent the slang word kicker, but so far as I could see their vocabularies here, miles ahead of their practice they dream noble deeds peep this they dream noble deeds but do not 
do them. Englishmen kick much better without having a name for it. Brooks suggested that it was the American hesitation to face unpleasant facts rather than be disagreeable and pugnacious about them after the genius of our English cousins that calls out the criticism. Uh, the observation that the early Americans were cautious and sensitive has made has been made not only by foreign visitors, but also at different times by Americans. As in fact, many of the foreign authors report in 1898, the American writer John J. Chapman echoed Tuckersville dictum of 70 years before that he knew of no country in which there is so little independence of mind and real freedom of discussion as in America. I will read that quote one more time. It says, of no country in which there is so little independence of mind and real freedom of discussion as it as in America. Chapman saw the general caution and desire to please as a source of many of the ills of today. And then it goes into this. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Mental mental illness is a is a serious it's a serious problem in our country and it's it has been and when you if you go just a little just a just one page back into history and really it'll it'll show you that you know this is all this stuff has always been and we're 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 like the byproduct of the end result of all this this stuff that was created long before our time and that's why we're stressing out over nonsense a lot of nonsense that makes no sense but when you go back into the history and and you see where all this stuff comes from then it starts to make sense right mother would always say ah just don't make no sense don't make no sense it's it's a huge saying in the uh, black community and it's absolutely right but in order to realize you know i look i've come across folks reverends preachers ministers cats who want to talk about 2000 years ago like they were here 2000 years ago you weren't you weren't here 2000 years ago almost said some <laughs> but you you were not here 2000 years ago don't don't talk to me about 2000 years ago don't talk to me about million years ago don't talk to me don't even talk to me how about that <laughs> but every now and then we got to go back to something that resonates and for me when i think about you know, I don't know how it was in Egypt, in the Pharaoh times and Roman history and none of that. I can only attest for the last 40 plus years. And my observation comes from 
observing humankind. You know, people show you who they are from who they are, right from the back. I think if we learn to change up our what we what we receive with vibrations, not just in sound, but what we what we see with our eyes. Because we're constantly seeing outward, but we're not going inward. We're not working with the inward. And that's why we're going through this. We're constantly, man, it's constantly on the outward, never on the inward. We need, this is a time to go inward. This is a time to, to really um, just go in and start, start rewiring some shit. <laughs> you got to rewire. You got to update your program, yo. Some of these conversations these days are reminding me of, you know, the the old the the computer upgrade. You know, every a lot of elders I came across. You know, they're they had a fear of the computer, and I asked. I said, "Well, you call yourself a businessman." Or a businesswoman, how can you be? How can you fear technology? It's just another tool. You push the wrong button, you push the, you push it again. It'll, it'll come back on. That's just. You can't live in fear. You can't, you can't let external stuff create fear for you. You just, I don't know if that's the point I was going, but you just can't, can't do it. You can't do it. You gotta go in what to get out what. It, it sounds like a, a minister that wants to. You got to go in what to go out what. <laughs> I don't. I don't. You know, because of my church bringings, upbringings, or I don't like to say upbringings because of my church goings. Um. I often, little, I want to throw a little humor out there, you know, that's, that's who I am. I don't think the ministers understood the psychology of, you know, church. Because if they did, they would talk slower. They would talk where... At a speed you can understand them, they would talk articulate enough for you to understand them, and they would just slow down and and just, you know. But my childhood memories of church was like a. It was it was like going to a concert. It was like going to a very loud concert every every Sunday. It was it was and 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 here's the thing. I was the I was the helper, you know, the what they call the usher. I was in the choir. We had to set up the church. You had to be in the church. 
I mean, it was just, it was just too much, too much. My point was that, you know, when we stopped going to, or when my grandfather got sick, so we were at a smaller church, um, we started going to this bigger church, and the ministers were just so loud and and, and just, I didn't understand. I just didn't understand. So, I'm like, if I want someone to yell and, and you know, the, I guess the only thing I really enjoyed about church was the music. I mean, the music was undeniably the drive to my wanting to be a musician. I mean, if you, if you... <laughs> If you grew up in in black churches in the seventies, or if you just grew up in the Bay Area in the seventies, music was everywhere. Live music was everywhere. Blues, jazz, the vibrations were off the chain. And we're talking like funk, just the funk of the funk, funk, funk. So when I, you know, no, Nothing against the young rappers, nothing against anyone who's creatively conscious and doing things. But, you know, the mimicking can only go so far before you have to dive into your own creative um, resonance and, 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 and not duplicate. It's easy to mimic another artist. I mean, I love... I love the that's what that's the beauty about music. You can mix it up. There's no blueprint for music now in 2020. There's no blueprint for it. And I don't know when that changed. It changed over time because I remember there were genres. Now I go on Spotify and it's just like, what? So we do have a choice. We always have a choice to to choose on, on how we, what we want to listen to and what we want to bring into our, our aura and our vibration. It's all, that's what it's all about. We're just vibrating energy back and forth. And the more goodness we can give, give out, the better all of us can be. I, I resonate on a daily basis, people. I've been on the hill for about six months and, um, I just, I just constantly, I'm constantly putting out like a signal because I, I know the science behind it, you know, on, on meditating and sending out really good vibrations. I know I, I've, I've trained myself. I've taken the classes. I've taken the courses. I've, I've, I've signed up for the class. So I've used that energy before. And um, I said, once I get into a space that, that I can really open up, I'm going to pulsate that just, you know, even more because you it's, you have to start, you know, small and see how that works out. And then you branch out. So I believe it's it's being felt throughout, you know, um, throughout Berkeley. Definitely, you know, definitely in Berkeley. And, you know, I, I can't speak for I can't speak for East Oakland because I'm not in East Oakland. But I'm constantly sending out energy all over. I'm not, I'm not, uh, 
I'm not selective on where it goes. It's just where it starts. You know, it's like uh, if you think about a, a Wi-Fi signal, wherever that signal is, wherever it starts, you know, it just gets stronger. So um, I hope this podcast helps somebody if it's your first time here. I am blessed for your presence. Um, if you've been listening in, you know, more than once or twice, you know how I feel about you. You know how I feel about you. And the rewards are coming. Trust me. The rewards just, you know, the, the rewards are coming. The abundance and in, in the purpose of my podcast is to share in abundance. I get it. You get it. Done. That's it. That's all it is. It's, it's nothing else to it. It's not me babbling on. It's It's me. As I receive it, you know, I give it back. And whether that's in the form of a product, service, you know, my my stories, my energy, uh, something that you can take out of that and, and use for your day, done. It's like cooking. You know, everybody knows I love to cook. I'm, I'm you know, I am a chef and a baker. And it's about, you know, what twist you want to put out there, you know, your seasoning, your own seasonings, you know, I like to put my seasonings all over the place, you know, no limited, no limited, but you got to watch some of them because they, they, they'll, they'll take charge of your whole dish and mess up your whole dish. Um, yeah, yeah. Rosemary, rosemary. Oh, I use some rosemary, um, some essential oil rosemary you can cook with it as well um destroyed the whole meal it was just way too much way too much anyway the affirmation for today is abundance and i'm just talking about abundance your prayers about money have been heard and are being answered it is now to focus on what you want what do you want? There's my Peter Brady. Uh, it is now. That's because I haven't had any water. No lubrication. Here's my water. I don't want another. I don't want to do another uh, um, voice crack while I'm trying to do a podcast. Oh, that's better. That's better. That's good water. That's that Bay Area water. Don't get me started. Um, Your prayers about money have been heard and are being answered. It is now time to focus on what you want to attract into your life. Allow yourself allow yourself to let go of any worry you may currently feel. Abundance is always available to you. You just require a little adjusting to allow this abundance to flow to you now. So the affirmation is... I am abundant in all areas of my life now and always. I am abundant in all areas of my life now and always. I am abundant in in all areas of my life now and always. If you believe you will achieve. I am a witness. 
to that. If there was a if, if the drum team was behind me, they would they would we would just went off after that one. That's how that's how my Sundays used to go. You know, church all day. You know, an A and B selection turns into a C D E F G selection. Next thing you know, it's seven o'clock at night. People sweating. Church is hot. They won't let you out because. You know, you're trying to escape. You know, you don't want to put no money in the plate after listening to you know, hooping and hollering all day long. People, <laughs> I could go in. It was, it was, it was fun, exciting, uh, way too much. And I'm happy uh, that chapter of my life is done. Uh, so um, have fun, enjoy your life, uh, watch your vibrations, um, be conscious of it, and I think. You'll, you'll have a much better life. I think stress will will start to reduce overnight for you, literally, seriously, especially if you listen to this podcast. Now, a better way for you to uh, de-stress, and I'm going to end this on this note, is to share, share this podcast with someone else, something you're going to hear, something that you may not hear. Something that you think someone else needs to hear, share with them. I got archives, yo. I've been doing this for a whole year now. Actually, longer than that, because I was doing it on the Spreaker Network in 2016. So, four years of podcasting, um, 10 years of broadcasting, because I had my own radio show while I was in L.A. And um, and now my own podcast show. And I'm a network, actually network, because there's a lot of shows that's coming on board. But share, share with the people. I, you know, the listeners are coming through. My my awesome crew over there at Number One Music. I love those. I love those folks. NumberOneMusic.com uh, forward slash the Patman. That's where all. That's where the big party is really happening because they're the ones that really kept my vibrations up during the time where I was just going through it. And my music resonated with them. You know, the mission was was at hand. They, I sent it out. I received the love back. And that's what it was all about. So peace, love, offerings for the day. This is my love to you for the day. I bid you abundance in your life uh, today in all areas, now and always. All right. Peace.